Welcome to Because You Need to Know, recorded live at the Cohen Multimedia Studio at Chautauqua Institution. I'm Edwin K. Morse, President and Founder of Pioneer Knowledge Services. This series is your digital resource of valuable conversations with nonprofit and knowledge management enthusiasts from across industries and from around the globe. Today's guest is Mr. Corey Lee Cannon from Emporia, Kansas. He is a certified knowledge manager and is currently working as Chief Knowledge Operations at United Nations Command, Combined Forces Command, and United States Forces Korea. He is responsible for knowledge gap analysis, battle rhythm synchronization between the three commands, and integrating knowledge management into the operations and plans process to support the commander's decision-making process. What is going on with you in relation to how you come about knowledge management? I mean, what what is it with uh, the training, the schooling? I mean, where are you getting your knowledge about KM to begin with? Well, I'm getting my knowledge about KM in several different areas. Uh, One is through the federal DOD uh, and federal KM working groups that are going on. Department of Defense has kind of take the lead in terms of the whole of government in terms of defining what knowledge management is. So that's one aspect. Another aspect is is that I'm looking at it from the academic lens. I'm just now taking a break from uh, PhD studies at Bangkok University where I'm where I was a PhD student in knowledge and innovation management through there, there in Thailand. And looking at it from a third view of um, kind of how the industry views uh, knowledge management with the recent publication of the ISO uh, on knowledge management. So kind of looking at, at knowledge management through those three lenses kind of gives me my passion on, you know, how does everybody view what knowledge management is? And again, what is not? And that seems to be a very big fulcrum when discussions start happening is definitions of the word and or concept. Uh, you've talked about three different realms or sectors uh, in in how you're approaching it. But what was the spark for you to even say, hey, KM's the thing for me? Well, uh, I think that started back in uh, 2010 when I was the deputy knowledge manager for the 103rd ESC um, is a unit reserve unit based out of uh, Des Moines, Iowa, and got to deploy to Balad, Iraq, uh, to work knowledge management issues um, for the, the senior logistics headquarters in Iraq at that point in time. Part of my job there was uh, to manage the portals, look at process improvement for the command, and also on looking how to transport information because, again, this was during the um, retrograde out of Iraq during this period of time. So it's looking at how we get that information out of Iraq, but still in a usable format and on the go. Mm-hmm. Um, so we developed plans on how to move, you know, information, servers, moving things to different locations. And that way, when the units started leaving Iraq, yeah. they were still be able to connect and have that information on the run. Well, that sounds like quite a challenge. It, it was um, a about six months of planning for it to happen. And uh, I wasn't even there when it got executed. So um, it was, it was a follow-on. You were, there for, you were there for all the heavy lifting of figuring out all the dots to connect. And then it's like, oh, well, all right, I'm gone. Yeah, it's like, oh, wait, yep, you're leaving. So, hey, your replacement's <laughs> going to do it for you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> all the more reason to have a robust knowledge management plan to begin with. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. 
So what's the biggest challenge do you see in knowledge management in organizations in general? In general, I see the biggest challenge within um, within organizations is kind of pigeonholing knowledge management to just an IT or just a tool solution where knowledge management is more about the, it's more of a discipline is the way I kind of look at it of integrating people and process, which which are enabled by the tools mm-hmm. um, throughout the information life cycle in order to create a shared understanding and increase the organizational performance and also decision-making too for, for the seniors within that organization. So is it a difference between uh, where you come from? And I, I say that just by background, because I've, I've heard the, the argument that it's data, it's information management, or it's technology. I'm of the viewpoint where it's heavy to HR myself. I, I see it as a behavior and a characteristic like like you do, I think. And the similar to me is leadership skills, right? It's just it's just good skill sets to have uh, and a practice that has to be, as you said, a discipline. And that doesn't come around just by having tool sets and or processes uh, because there's always a workaround to a process. I mean, for myself, I, I see it more as again, more of kind of a bridging the gap um, between the data, because data is only data. You know, there's no knowledge behind data. It's just ones and zeros and, you know, integers, you know, it's not really information. You add context to the data to make it information. And from the information, you implied human knowledge to that information to actually have a decision point based off of that information. So, I look at it more as a decision-making tool in terms of the entire process of knowledge management in terms of decision support. So, and we do that by looking at how we're gathering information, how we're deciphering information and how we're making that into a palatable way for the decision maker to actually base their decisions right, on. Right, right. Not only just what the value of the extracted is, but how is it transferable and consumable Relatable. Consumable by the consumer, right? It has to be understood right. or it's not very much value at all. How does it become such a challenge in some organizations that see it one way, like in that box of IT? How, how do you approach and make it more uh, a holistic approach? So one of the ways I do it is I look at business models and business case models. Um, so like Toyota, IBM, Microsoft has all has, you know, some sort of, you know, KM aspect to them. They, they may not have a KM shop mm-hmm. or a KM directorate or anything like that, but they do practice KM in their own special way. Mm-hmm. And then you have um, people out there or organizations out there like BP, some other um, companies out there that actually practice knowledge management for a living, you know, and uses those as case studies. Another way I do it is, Make, make the information relatable, make the process relatable to that individual who, you know, has cornered into like, for example, quote unquote, a SharePoint solution mm-hmm. uh, for everything. So what I do is like, Hey, let's look outside the tool. Let's see if the process itself is broke. How is this process supposed to work mm-hmm. and start working backwards on that? So, okay. So you're telling me the process is, you know, X to Y to Z, but you're only giving me X and Z you know, what's the why? Yeah. Yeah. So you're actually walking, you're walking it through the process to evaluate 
if it's actually what it's supposed to be or what it should be actually, uh, because it's not always just because the classified, you know, the, the old, uh, well, that's just the way we've done things. You know, that, that just is a broken concept in and of itself. You know, you can't support innovation if you're, if your fallback position is, oh yeah, well, we, we just do it like that. We we don't know why we just, that's just the way we've been doing it. That's the way the guy showed me when I got here and that's just the way we do it. Right. Well, and I think right now I'm in the perfect position to actually implement change in that. I mean, my current position is with the Army Futures Command. We just stood up under a year ago. We should be um, fully operational here, like within the next few days and everything. But, you know, there is no organizational culture here that's been established. We're too young of an organization to actually have an established culture at this point in time. So now it's the time to introduce a ch- culture change. Mm-hmm or a change-minded culture right. um, to be able to attack problems and tackle solutions in more of a holistic way. Well, and actually, that's probably in, I'm going to uh, go out on a limb. I would assume that it's an easier build of knowledge management function in a brand new organization versus an old one. Yes, because then you already got the organizational mindset already established and then breaking that organizational mindset does take a lot of time and a lot of energy yeah. to be able to break an organizational mindset for change. Well, we're wrapping up here on time, and I want to I want to give you the opportunity to one define for me what knowledge management is for you. But if there was a bit of advice that you want to leave the room thinking about the the people to to, to land on their ears and say, "Wow, what would that be?" Okay, so I define knowledge management um, as the integration of the organization's mission enhanced by the people, enabled by the tools and processes to facilitate the exchange of relevant information and expertise to increase the organizational effectiveness and the decision-making process is how I personally define it. The new or the draft um, DOD instruction on knowledge management has it worded a little bit differently, but you know it's still within that same concept. They actually call it a more of a discipline focused that integrates people, process, and able the tools throughout the information lifecycle. So it's along those same lines. So we're kind of viewing it the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the things I would leave the room with is that you know it doesn't matter. We're all knowledge knowledge managers. I mean, it doesn't matter if. We we are the mail clerk, or if we are the CEO of the organization, we are all knowledge managers of some shape and form. It's just being able to have that structure or have that ability to look at processes and look how work is done within the organization. Well, thank you very much for your time and sharing your expertise, and I wish you well in all your endeavors. Well, thank you. Recorded live at the Cohen Multimedia Studio at Chautauqua Institution, Because You Need to Know is designed to bring people's experience and their knowledge forward to be shared. I'm Edwin K. Morris, and I thank you for joining in to listen to another conversation brought to you as a public service of Pioneer Knowledge Services, a nonprofit tax-exempt organization with a charitable knowledge management purpose. Find us online at pioneer-ks.org and add your voice to the conversation on Facebook.